earlier today, I was thinking that the video I made about the overweight erotic dancer, to use euphemisms because this is YouTube, but that video was a lot of fun, and I thought I might do something like that again because one of my favorite pastimes in the MGTOW community is watching straight-up hypocrisy and watching watching people do things that are, given their position, extremely naive. But first, let's talk about standards, because that is the argument that the feminists led with first, at least in my generation. They were always talking about, when I was in high school or so, about how women are always put up to these impossible standards. Like, you have to look like a supermodel to be attractive as a woman, and like, oh, you just have to stick your finger down your throat, or you gotta wear these expensive clothes, or you have to look like this, and, and we have to do all these workouts and push-ups to, just to meet the standards of, of men. Basically doing the simple thing and doing the lowest common denominator argument, because it's really easy to look at things from your own perspective. What's actually difficult is to look at things from somebody else's perspective. So if your perspective is that you have these impossible standards that women can never, ever uh, stand up to, might you think that these same people who produce those, quotes, impossible standards are producing them for men as well? Because I was in high school from the years of 2004 to 2008. And I remember when I was a little kid, one of the most popular songs, one of the most popular singers when I was, you know, seven, eight, nine or, or so was Shania Twain. And Shania Twain had a lot of really famous songs. And one of her famous songs was a song called That Don't Impress Me Much. This was a song about women having extremely high standards. Now, the good thing about this song is that it is very realistic with what women want. The guys that she describes who she isn't attracted to all represent primary traits that women like. Intelligence, attractiveness, and rich. But in this very popular 90s songs that came before the movement of women complaining that men won't date a woman just because she is corpulent, Shania Twain describes four different men that are at the top of their game. She describes a rocket scientist. She describes R Brad Pitt. She describes a guy with a very, very nice car. And in the music video, it's a very nice car. And she describes Elvis. And she's saying that all these, these top-tier men, all these alphas, are not good enough for her. She's holding us to impossible standards. Where were the feminists on that one when it came to equality between men and women? Well, this is probably just more so a projection. It seems to be that everybody on the left or everybody and the feminist movement just project, projects all of their own insecurities or all of their bad habits onto other people. This is why you hear people call everybody racist, and then they say, well, white people are trash. They're just projecting their own racism onto you, and when women say that men have impossible standards, they're projecting their impossible standards onto, onto men. At least in the case of Shania Twain and her impossible standards, Shania Twain's actually attractive. Now we get people like Megan Trainer, who is um, needs a personal trainer, telling us we have to know how to treat her like a lady, even when she's acting crazy. Let me just say, Megan Trainer, the only reason men put up with crazy women is because they are attractive. If you are not attractive and you're crazy, you've got the worst of both worlds, and good men will not put up with you. 
One thing I found funny is scrolling down in the comments of that video, Dear Future Husband, and looking at all the women who posted, where are you? I'll be single forever. I can't find my husband. Maybe there's a reason for that. I mean, a key part to getting things that you want is understanding that you don't get what you want unless you give the other person what they want, or you're going to have a lot harder time finding good uh, good partners or passable partners if you have nothing to offer in return. And so if you're mass liking a video that Megan Trainer makes where she talks about all the things that she wants, and she talks about having literally zero of the qualities that men want, you're going to find yourself a little bit unhappy when you repeat that behavior because you admired it in a song. The behavior that you admire and the behavior that you praise is the behavior that you're going to repeat. But on that note, I was doing some browsing on Reddit earlier today, and I found a fantastic subreddit called Where Have All the Good Men Gone? This is um, pure entertainment, if you have not seen it yet, because it shows you how out of touch women can be. Like, if you don't know that you are posting all of these red flags for men, you basically are showing that you do not care about men. I've said it many times before on this channel, is that if you have a person who cannot find out what you're interested in, that means that person does not care about you. And so when women make posts like the ones I'm about to show you, saying all the qualities they provide, and they don't happen to be any qualities that you want, they're saying that they don't really care about what you want. It's about what they want. So if these posts aren't good reasons to go MGTOW, then I have no idea what is. Because this first one I'm going to show you has, she, she leads in with a red flag. And let's, let's count the cliches on this one. This girl says, I'm a down-to-earth woman. That's cliche one. I'm not like all the other women. How many times have we heard that? And I love God, guns, and most of all, my two precious kids. Red flag. I'm a full-time nursing student and a full-time mom. Now, look what's happening here. When you write an essay in college, they will always tell you that your best paragraph should be your first paragraph, your middle paragraph should be your shittiest paragraph, and your last paragraph should be pretty good too. But the best is you always lead with the best first because the first impressions matter. So she leads with, I'm not like all the other women. Anybody who's not an idiot is going to know that that line means she's crazy. I mean, she's not down to earth. I mean, look at her age. She's 33 and a single mother. Second, she states that she is a single mother, which is not a thing that men find valuable. When are women going to get this through their head? I mean, the second you say that you're a single mom and the guy doesn't have kids of his own, you're basically saying, don't date me unless you're a giant pussy and you want to raise some other man's kids. But here's, here's her lack of ability to do math. And that's, that's kind of a bad thing because certainly if you're going to get married to somebody, if you're going to date somebody, finances are going to be a pretty big part of it. And you don't want a chick who can't do, do math dealing with your finances. A full-time nursing student and a full-time mom. Now, can you define full-time? Full-time means all of your time, which means unless you are taking your kids to school, which I know there's some chicks who used to do that, which was always annoying to be in a, a place where there were adults and you have some single mother bringing her kid to class, unless you're doing that, that means that somebody else is taking care of your kids, which means you are not a full-time mom, because full-time means all of your time. 
So in this case, we are two sentences in and we already have two big cliches of a crazy chick. I enjoy hunting, shooting guns, music, and most outdoor activities. I enjoy working out and need a swell mate. If you aren't seriously looking, swipe left. I have plenty of friends. The only other friend I need is a partner in life friend. My God. The first thing you see of this chick is this. And in her first little paragraph, she is already yelling at you and calling you a loser. That's cliche number three. Disney, Star Wars, MCU, Harry Potter, Slytherin life, you know, okay, yeah, pick the villains, and Jurassic Park are life in my world. Now, after reading this paragraph, does it sound like this chick at all has ever spent time considering seriously what her partner might want? Does it sound like she has any idea of what guys want in general? Let's take a look at her picture. I'm going to block out the face for privacy reasons, but you can see enough without seeing her face. She's someone who wants a guy who's serious, yet she shows herself in a bikini. She shows herself possibly with alcohol at some party. She has no problem leading in with herself almost naked, which shows you what kind of chick this is. She's probably one of those chicks who has had her fun, and now she wants some swole Chad to take her in after she has passed her prime. Not only that, but she is let in with several red flags. I counted five. But as MGTOW, let's take this as a learning experience. She has written up a little essay about all the things that she wants, but she has not said anything about what the guy might want. I mean, she's shown a picture of her body, which is fairly unimpressive. Now, if you're going to go to a job interview, you don't lead in with all the things that you want from the job. You lead in with all the things that you are going to provide to the employer. And if the employer likes the things that you're going to provide, then you can counter with the things that you want. This is the initiation of all good relationships. You think more about the other person than you think about yourself, and you try as best you can to pick people who think the same, and you're going to magically find yourself in a lot better place. Let's go to the second example, because it contains one of my favorite cliches. Any chance for a 37-year-old female to find a partner? I'm in the process of a breakup of an 11-year relationship. As committed as I was, he wasn't willing to put in any of the work to improve the parts of our relationship that weren't perfect. I do everything for you, and you do nothing for me. Fucking love it when women say that. And guys, pay attention to this one, because when a woman says that she is the only one putting in work, she is saying, and this goes for any woman, whether you're in a you know, intimate relationship with her or not, if she says that she is the only one putting in work, she is saying to you that I only ever notice when I put an effort, and I never notice when you put an effort. I'm a lazy, selfish bitch who never notices or gives credit to people who do things for me. If you were ever around a person that says this, or ever around a person that plays out this role, get rid of them immediately. You might also ask, why was this person with you for 11 years and never married you? There's probably a reason for that. And the reason is, is that you're not providing enough value to get him to marry you. And that's what's happening with women in general. That's what's happened with women in general. This has been going on for a long time, is that they're often bringing nothing and are so oblivious to what guys want that they will openly put out red flags in their profile pages because they either 
don't know, or more likely, they don't give a shit. And women, if you're blatantly showing men that you don't give a shit about them through your words and through your actions, then why should we care about you? Why should we even consider getting into a relationship? Why should we even consider getting married to someone who clearly lacks any perspective on what men actually want? And I'll get to my last example because, of course, this is happening on the corporate level. Even Monopoly is getting woke. And Monopoly is getting woke to the detriment of their business. Because who plays Monopoly? Adults don't play Monopoly. I haven't played a game of Monopoly since I was like 17. And most of the games of Monopoly were played when I was a child. But Hasbro has decided that they are woke and they are going to show what it's like to be a strong and empowered woman. I think if you look around at so many of the technologies that are available today, there's so many brilliant female minds that are behind it. Back in the old days, women were in the kitchen, women looked pretty on the stage, but now, women and girls are building things. So I thought, why not I be the change that I want to see in the world? Hey, come on, Hasbro. Who buys your product? Children buy your product. Families buy your product. Even You even have children in your video. This is your target demographic. But what you're doing in this video is telling women that they should become educated, that they should become solder technicians, that they should go get basically male jobs. They should, they should be put in the workforce. Guess what type of women don't have kids? Women who work. You are killing your product by promoting feminism and by promoting a lifestyle that does not encourage women to have children. And the lack of perspective continues throughout this three-minute commercial. My name's Ava, I'm 16, and I'm from Ireland. I'm working on an invention that detects the amount of harmful dyes in soft drinks and sweets. My name is Gitanjali, I'm 13 years old, and my invention helps detect lead in drinking water. Now, I know Hasbro is trying to make women look like intelligent and capable inventors. But before you invent anything, much like before you set up a profile page on Tinder, the first thing you ask is, who is your audience? Which men are going to want to date me? If I'm going, or if I'm going to invent something, which people are going to use my invention? So if I make an invention that detects what toxic dyes are in soda or how much toxic dye is in soda, who is going to buy a product like that? Nobody. Why? Because everybody fucking knows that soda is unhealthy. So if you're buying a product that says, hey, look how unhealthy soda is, we already know that. We drink it anyway. Our second invention is a device that detects lead in water. We already have that. Who's going to buy your invention? I mean, that can be said about this whole video. We already have these things. We don't need them twice. If I'm a man who makes money and does a lot of really important stuff, I don't need a woman who does that. What I do need is a woman to take care of the house. I need a woman to take care of children, to do all the things that I don't have time to do because I'm out working. If she is out working too, then she is doing nothing that is valuable to me. 
Therefore, I have no motivation to date her. Just like if you see a product on the shelf that provides nothing that you want, you are magically going to have no motivation to buy it. It's not that you're you're being propagandized not buy. It's not like someone outside force is saying, don't buy this product. It just has nothing valuable and it provides nothing interesting. Now, of course, it's fun and hilarious to watch women make this mistake, but it's not very fun to watch yourself make this mistake. Now, this does take a little bit of getting used to, and it does take quite a bit of practice, which is why people don't put effort into it. But if you want something from somebody else, you have to understand that their needs are more important than yours. When you deal with somebody else and you want that interaction to go well, then instead of thinking about all the things that you provide to them, how about you spend some time thinking about the things that they have done for you? And if that answer is truly nothing, then that's a relationship you should not engage in. But if the answer is something and you want more good things to happen to you, make sure that you point out those things they've done for you that's great and praise them for it. You'll get a lot more of what you want praising good behavior as opposed to punishing bad behavior. Or at the very least, you'll be miles ahead of any of the women that I've mentioned in this video. But I'll leave it at that for this video. If you liked it, hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. Comment and share. If you'd like to support the channel, then you can do so by donating through either PayPal or Subscribestar. Both those links are in the description. Now, if you haven't checked out my BitChute channel yet, there is a link to that in the description. And as a little thank you to those of you who do, I release content that is only available on BitChute every single week. Each video, in case you missed it when it released, will have a little special thumbnail that will let you know that that video is only available on BitChute. So go ahead and subscribe to my BitChute channel and check out the exclusive content. Otherwise, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.